You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Oh, I have seen Midnight Express. Yeah, that's the movie that, uh, that it's what's on my his list. name, Robert Graves, is that his name? Uh, the guy that used to be on Mission Impossible, and he was one of the captains on Airplane. Yeah, that's right. And he keeps asking the little boy, he's like, you ever been to a Turkish prison? You ever been to a, <laughs> you like movies about gladiators. Yeah. <laughs> and the Turkish prison thing is a reference to Midnight Express. I don't remember them mentioning Turkish, exp- uh, Turkish, Turkish, Turkish Express. Express. Turkish Delight. Men's men and most my life. <laughs> what? Turkish <laughs> Delight. That's It's from The Lion, the Witch, oh, and the Wardrobe. Would you like some more Turkish Delight? Mm-mm. No, you don't. It's, you just go ahead. Keep doing your Coolio. <laughs> Was that Coolio that did that? Hour after hour. Day minute after, after minute, minute. Hour after hour. Day after day. <laughs> power after power. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm a little punch drunk here. It's been a while. <laughs> if you don't know who it is, it's Coolio. Slide, slide, but that's the past. Got something brand new for that ass. Nice. What? Oh, thank you very much. I'm sorry. I'm still distracted by your DuckTales t-shirt Woo-hoo. and the epicnic, epicness it's that is. It's so cool. I haven't even been drinking yet. Sarah got this for me. Nice. Yeah. It, it, it looks like uh, it's it's properly distressed, like uh-huh. you've had it for 20 years, but yeah. you probably bought it like last week. Just right? last week. <laughs> that's exactly what you, I well, And the same that's thing the style. With, with your shirt that you're wearing that oh, I yeah. have and also John Padilla has. I know, I know. We really got to coordinate. Uh, well, it was because it is a cool design, and they've released the same design like with different colors and stuff like we should tell recently, the listeners like what red, it white, is. And blue it's the uh, well, thank you are we talking to the listeners no or? no okay. f the listeners fuck the listeners fuck you and the po lease <laughs> so joel's we're at the his, point where we're his, finishing <laughs> each other's sandwiches that's right <laughs> so joel's wearing his star wars shirt that's got the millennium falcon and one of the x-wing fighters and mm. they're making a sharp turn a sharp 90 degree angle yes, to impossible. make a couple of sevens because the original star wars came out in 1976 what? <laughs> i see what you did there i did i did i derailed um so uh you guys just got back you and jenna just got back from a trip we did yeah not to turkey dude congratulations thanks for for going to europe i appreciate that <laughs> yes yeah. congratulations well, it's not that tall of an order anybody yeah. can do it i know joe. right mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> someday joe someday joe maybe you'll go to europe i i would love to mm-hmm. uh especially europe is a especially euphemism if it can <laughs> and not for turkish delight is this something we're not sharing are we not sharing it no we absolutely can because i am like i'm psychic that's all. You're let's psycho. Just say, let's just say that in life, if life had a railroad track, mm-hmm. I'm the one that has my ear to it <laughs> because I can feel it coming down the pipeline. And uh, yeah, you and about tell 25 us, other tell, people, Joe. Tell You're not that special. No, I'm very special. All right. I wish I was special. <laughs> it's so fucking. Tell special. us what happened. Uh, we we fucking ba-doom, went to Europe. Ba-doom, and, uh, ba-doom. <laughs> Summer loving had me a blast. No, uh, Summer loving, I tap that ass. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that version. The unrated version of yeah, Grease. It's greasy. Greasier. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, got a gauge. Yeah! I am officially off the market. Wow. So... That's awesome. That happened. Congratulations. Thanks, man. That's so cool, it man. It's very special. We're so happy for you. Like, I know. seriously, so happy for you. Is I, when, people stop asking, please. You now. texted that picture to Sarah and I, and I was like, oh, 
Like we we danced the dance of joy, like it was an episode of Perfect Strangers. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Hey, 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 hey. And like we, Sarah and the baby ended up in my arms. Jumped up in They jumped up in my arms. No, dude, you seem uncomfortable, and I so I won't make you talk. No, no, I'm not uncomfortable. I just I hate the spotlight being on me, despite the fact that we do a weekly podcast where. It's just the two of us, and people are forced to Daddy listen. loves you. Daddy loves you. <laughs> just the two of It was very romantic. We did it in Budapest, which yeah. is the correct pronunciation for Budapest, by the way. All these years, have been saying it wrong. Really? Yeah. They should probably add an H in there. Budapest, yeah. Budapest. Or it, it's like... Was, the, it, was, the, was it founded by Sean Connery? <laughs> the tri- the trash. <laughs> Going on a vacation to, to Budapest. Budapest. <laughs> Uh, Sean, I, I don't think that's how it's pronounced. Stop being such a pest. You said stop. I don't think that's how you say that word either. I, what I love were, like, if you're friends with Joel and I on Facebook, you, uh, God you, have got, mercy you got to enjoy no end of check jokes. Oh, yes. Just constant check jokes. I like the, 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 the movie adaptation that you came up with for my, my European trip. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where What was the premise? Checkmate. <laughs> where you, you end up going to prison, un, unlawfully being thrown into prison. There you and go. So you're a cellmate. Checkmate. With my, I'm the checkmate. <laughs> uh, dude, that's so cool, though. Thanks, man. I don't yeah. know if there's anything else you want to share about your adventures. No, it's, um, it's, it's, the, it's the adventure that never ends. It's the adventure of a lifetime. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, unless you know you get divorced, <laughs> which 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 I, I have, so that's not awkward. <laughs> it's okay. No, no, it is, this one, this one, I got a, I got a good feeling about this. Yeah. I got a feeling. I do too, man. I do too. I you like you two are like, it's it's pretty incredible when to see you guys together. Aww, like what you wrote. Thanks. Was pr- it was really touching. It took a long time too. Yeah. She's trying to talk to me about our day. I'm sitting there typing. I'm like, do you want me to make this Facebook post <laughs> announcing to our friends, or do you want to go explore? <laughs> and by explore, you mean yeah, hey. Turkish delights. <laughs> <laughs> this is the editing bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name is Joe. I'm Joel, and this is where we come to talk about movies. Uh, sometimes they're bad movies. Sometimes they're good movies. Whatever the case may be, every week we watch a film and then come back here to this forum to talk about it with each other and with you, our lovely editing bay listeners, uh, and. You can always talk back to us on our Facebook page in the search bar. Put in the editing bay. You're going to find the woman with the bleeding eyes. That's us. Click on that, and that's where you could talk back to us. Uh, so, yeah, we took last week off. Uh, I know. Jo- I was sad. I was hoping I'd get to listen to a podcast no, abroad. We we just did not have time. In mm. fact, we tried to get together. We, we had a plan. We were going to do like, uh, okay, let's do Last Action Hero. <gasps> but then I had so much shit going on with work. Mm. that I, Like, I couldn't even... Usually, I like to come in here and at least record like, sorry, guys, we don't have an episode. Couldn't even do that. Jo- huh? Jeff and I are going to talk about fucking, you know, talk about Battlefield. <laughs> and talk about fucking. <laughs> and we'll talk about Battlefield for a couple minutes. And, you know, at least we'll, we'll say that. At- Jeff, Battlefield 1. Yeah. What's up with that? Is it the first battlefield? No, it's World War One. Oh, re- oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> they've have they milked as much as they can out of World War Two in these video Thank game franchises. Thank God! Oh my. So, I think so. <laughs> They're like, let's explore Franz Ferdinand, <laughs> the assassination of Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> Uh, that remind I was I was playing a uh, a game called Valiant Hearts. I don't know if you guys yes. are familiar with that. I was playing that with uh, with Sarah, and it's like, wow, this is. This is deep. Like this game is touching. Oh wait a minute! I'm confusing that with the Disney characters, Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts. Hearts. <laughs> yeah, which is so I... not the same thing. No, I guess not. So not the same. So are you excited about Battlefield One? Yeah. Yeah. yeah has has a lot of potential, <laughs> at least compared to past Battlefield. Do you get excited about anything anymore? <laughs> yeah. He's so mellow he and low key. He shed that now. along with his weight. He's so mellow and low key. Like I want to get. I want a little bit of old Jeff, where he's like, yes. I'm gonna play that game when it comes out. I've already got it downloaded. It's just gotta. It's just gotta activate. 
I don't get that anymore. I heard a lot of people aren't excited about the the new Battlefield. Yeah? Yeah. Right? Wasn't that the reaction online? No, that's the only thing I know duty. about it. Oh, Call of Duty. Call it. I'm confusing <laughs> my World War you guys movies, said duty. Uh, uh, video games. <laughs> Everyone hates Call of Duty now. Mm. Oh, is that is that so passe? Call of Duty? Uh, that's hipster. So it's all about Battlefield. You know what it's all about? Batman mm. in our society. Everybody loves Batman. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying so hard to segue there. Uh. All right, so we're going to be talking about a movie that's it's still in the theaters. It's very recent. Is it? Joel, Technically, I guess. Joel and Jeff. What? Yeah, it's yeah. still in the theaters. Is it still? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well. You guys talked about this uh, on a podcast uh, when you talked about Sucker Punch. Yes. Because Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you had yet to see I that hadn't film. seen it. No, I was, I'm like the last person, I think, in America that saw this I movie. I thought you were going to wait for, uh, for, for Blu-ray or digital. No, I felt like I should still see it on the big screen. Yeah? Uh, well, okay. It's kind of like how I put it to Sarah. <laughs> I would say your 60-inch t- flat screen TV is also qualifies <laughs> like as a big screen. Flat screen 3D television. Oh. Um... So I, I wanted to be a part of the conversation. I felt so left out of the sure. conversation. That's and it why was, it made $300 million or whatever that yeah, weekend, because right? everybody wanted to be a part of it. Yes. Uh, and so I saw it, <laughs> and it was a movie. Um, uh, that's a fact. But, but, but even then, it had a hard time achieving that, <laughs> being, being a movie. Uh, and you talked about this when I said, hey, let's do Batman versus Superman. Yeah. You asked if I had seen Captain America Civil War. Yes. And so, guys, like throughout this, while we talk about this movie, there's going to be a lot of comparisons drawn because one of these films oh, yes. is how you do a superhero fighting other superheroes movie. And the other one is not. They, <laughs> it's just simply how you don't do it. They do beg to be compared to each other. And I know that Civil War just came out this past weekend. Yeah. So uh, m- mild spoilers, can we say that there'll probably yeah. be some, some Yes, some, mild spoilers. Some Civil Spo- War spoilers. spoilers. But yes. uh, but if you're any fan of uh, surely this podcast and comic book movies in general, you should have seen it this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, because it's amazing. It's it's really good. It really, they it's were saying so weird how the Captain America franchise mm-hmm. it it, it one-ups itself, mm-hmm. but it doesn't do it in that Spider-Man franchise kind of way. It's not about, we need more characters, we need bigger action. And, but and the thing is, they do put more characters in each they one. They did, but I would say it's on par with, with uh, uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. And it's not just jamming in a bunch of characters for characters' sake. Because, and this brings us to the first comparison, script. Mm-hmm. The script to Captain America Civil War is a, a million times, it's light years smarter oh, yeah. than Batman versus Superman. Batman versus Superman is the dumb caveman of yeah, these movies. It, really it just is. it bluntly hits you over the head with what's going on in the story. Yes. It, it clumsily throws the breadcrumbs out that like, oh, we're going to come back to this. Mm-hmm. Whereas Civil War is a little more subtle. I mean, you know things are going to come back around, but it's so much smooth. It's so smooth and, and, and it's... It, <sighs> It manages to give you that 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 style and the substance at the same time. Something we were talking about with Age of Ultron that it just didn't deliver on the story. And we'd even said like Civil War looks like it should be Avengers too. This movie should have been Avengers. It too. basically is, and I understand. I mean, they kind of allude to some things, and and <laughs> without this being a total Civil War episode, <laughs> um, the. The, the arc that Tony Stark, the Stark, Stark arc, arc that he had to go through, <laughs> it's unintentional, folks. Um, he needed that that story of of building Ultron. He needed that that guilt because yes. without that, there's no reason for him to sign the Sokovia Accords and be uh-huh. on that side of the story. He yes. feels that personal guilt. He feels guilty for the death of his parents. Sure, or n- not so much the death. No, but he the way the, he left the, the relationship. He, yes, exactly. Uh, there were so many things left, and and I love the way that they introduced that. 
where he's got his little glasses uh-huh. and his man. Th- that see C- the CG effects. I was just going to say fantastic. They have come a long way since the days of um, X Men Three. Do you remember when they tried to do that yes, with Ian McKellen yes, and, uh, and Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart, and it just looked like their faces were cut. There was some cheesecloth f- yeah, floating over their faces. It, it's it's like that effect when they pull the skin on the back of your neck back. Yeah. to try to make you look younger. Yes, but it doesn't make you look younger. Mm-mm. Uh, no, it was it was impressive. I was like, who the fuck did they find another actor that looked like him or? And then you see his face, you're like, no, that's Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, definitely. Damn, that, damn, that's good. And his mannerisms and everything. And you don't realize really how good it is until you're seeing old Robert Downey Jr. and young Robert Downey Jr. in, in the, the same, same scene. Shot. And you're like, oh, wow, that is, yeah, it's, yeah. that's night and day. Yes. Nicely done. So <laughs> so Batman versus Superman. <laughs> yes. Uh what the fuck was happening in this film? Everything like, was uh, happening. Well, not, but everything wasn't. There, I remember you guys talking about on the podcast uh, for Sucker Punch about the dream sequences. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck, if this movie isn't littered with fucking dream and sequences. And it's such a cop-out. Dream sequences are always a cop-out. It's it, well, a way to... It gives you the satisfaction of having shit happen, uh-huh. but then no stakes, like yeah. no consequences. Oh, of course. Well, you notice how many of those shots were used in the trailer. Yeah. Like the uh, the, the commando Batman where he's like in Saudi Arabia. Okay, yeah, we're gonna going to get that. We're okay. going to get to that, mm-hmm. uh, but just to open up with this, this fucking and you guys touched on this, the Batman origin. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't we don't need to see it again. Why did they even cast like name actors to play his parents? Were they? Who they were they? Yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Laura Conrad. I have no idea who those people are. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was the comedian in Watchmen. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And he was also the father of I the forgot. Winchester Boys in Supernatural. I forgot he was the father oh. in uh, in in uh, what is this movie? Batman versus Superman. <laughs> Batman v. What happens when I try Batman to multitask? Batman v. Superman. Yeah. Dong of justice. <laughs> <laughs> but who is the wife? Who is the mother? That was Laura Conrad. Her, her name was Martha, by the way, Joe. I'm not sure if you picked up on that. Uh, you know what? I think I picked up a little bit. <laughs> About a Martha somewhere, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was front and center. It wasn't prevalent. Um, <laughs> that was so fucking dumb. That was so dumb. And the thing Why is, did you say that name? That's a joke that I used to tell people all the time. That like, wow, well, Superman's parents were Martha and Jonathan Kent, and Batman's parents were Martha and uh, uh, what's his name, Martha and Thomas Wayne. Yes. I wonder if like they were the same woman. Like that would have been <laughs> really to me. That would have been funny as Bitch hell. Gets around, man. But yeah, dude. She just keeps having superhero kids. Um, but yeah, like for that to become a plot point in this movie was very interesting. And here's the <laughs> let me ask you a question okay, please uh, just do. about that topic. Please do. Is there a scenario? Is there a, 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 another director, another writer who could have taken that storyline and and made it work? Uh, just the Martha coincidence. Who could could somebody have made that scene work? Because I, think, I, I almost think, laughed out loud. I think any competent writer could have made it work if it wasn't such an important thing at the end. Like if it was. A little observation. That's what I'm saying. Thrown in that scene. That for that to be the crux of their relationship and the flip. that Batman goes through. Nope, not at all. All They're in the middle of a. I mean, and and the thing is, it's total eye candy. Like that fight between them was kind of fun to watch. But that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, but for them to be in the throat, like they've they've half killed each other. He wants to kill this guy, Mm -hmm. and so he like gets out like a. (laughs) <laughs> and for some reason, he heard Martha. All right, yeah. clearly, and he's got like his his spear of Longinus mm-hmm. that he's about to pierce the fucking side of Christ with, and <laughs> he's 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 what? Why'd you say that? Why'd you say that name? Why'd you say that name? Affleckius. Right, and and then here's Amy Adams, the most ineffective actress. Oh ever. no! And her come role, on, her role was so horrible. Okay, in this film. her role is, but you can't blame Amy Adams. Amy Adams. She, she's been Amy Adams. Uh... <laughs> 
to believe I found you. Um, she's been great in other films. <laughs> I just picked up what Thank you did. Thank you. Adia. Adia. <laughs> uh, so it's his mother. Mm-hmm. And then he just stops. Oh, he, like, cool. oh we're cool. Spear. Never mind. And, th- and then goes and saves Superman's <laughs> mom. Is like, I'm a friend of your son's. <laughs> a friend? Really? You're a friend? Yeah. The one you almost killed five minutes earlier. <laughs> That's, and how the fuck did he... Does he just have other costumes waiting for him? Because that like Iron Man, Batman costume mm-hmm. was pretty fucking torn up. Kept it in the Batmobile. In the Batjet. Yep. Because he was in the Batjet. Oh, he was at that point. Joe, I have to apologize. I It's been... I, I saw this it's movie... It's been... <laughs> three months since I saw this movie. Uh, yeah, I saw that opening weekend and uh, immediately tried to cleanse it from my mind. Yeah. Uh, through various... You're welcome. Sessions of yoga, uh, which didn't work. But uh, so you're, you're going to have to... You're going to have to kind of lead me down this path. All right, so... Um, here's the thing mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. So what it's built on is the fact that Bruce Wayne... Has a company in Goth in uh, in Metropolis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I guess one of his Wayne Enterprises is is located, across the bay <laughs> from Gotham. You can see on a clear night, you can see Metropolis. That's from a rooftop in Gotham. That's so weird, because like uh, it's not how, like Metropolis. Because in DC, like Marvel uses real world stuff. Yeah, that's right. Whereas DC cities. has like representations of those up. cities. Like yeah. I think Star City is supposed to be San Diego, mm. uh, and Gotham. Is supposed to be like Chicago. What is Star City? Star City. That's where uh, the Flash is from. Oh, oh okay. no, no, that's where Green Arrow's from. Okay, who's uh, from Detroit Rock City? Detroit. That's Kiss. So reminds me of guitar. So yeah, like uh, Gotham and Metropolis are not within like throwing distance of each other, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but for the convenience of this film, sure. Which speaks to the entire movie, the way that this entire movie plays out. It's everything is done due to convenience. In the sense that Zack Snyder does not have reverence for the material for which he's translating? I don't think he does. No, clearly he doesn't. He's he's spoken through uh, in several interviews about how... How he just doesn't care? I was was talking to my boss the other day and he was talking about uh, Batman and there's, I guess there's an old interview of Zack Snyder that's now been unearthed about how how he feels like... uh, <laughs> the the origin story of Batman should have been him like getting raped in prison and he just like kills everybody like he he, he wants Why? to kill everybody yeah wow and then in this movie he he, he pretty much does he kills a lot of people <laughs> he pretty much does some of the Batman some of the early Batman stuff I thought was pretty effective I thought it was kind of cool yeah uh, what do you think of, what do you think of, of Ben Affleck I thought Ben Affleck was good he's fine right he was yeah he was fine I don't think anybody I don't think Ben Affleck has anything to worry about I don't think he needs to feel like no. any failures of this piece. Well, Fall on him, and I don't think anybody blames him because he's clearly he's been promoted now to executive producer of all of the uh, the DC movies, not all the DC movies, but at least the the next Justice League movie. I really hope that this is going to turn things around for them because they've got some good characters. I'm not sure they can after we're two movies in now. After Man of Steel, and the problem is this movie came about, and this is what I was getting ready to say. Mm -hmm. This movie came about like the plot of this movie came about because of complaints people had with Man of Steel. After Man of Steel, people were like Jesus, like. Fucking Superman destroyed the shit out of this city. That is not how Superman... And so you've got David Goyer, who I think is a way fucking over, over-hyped over writer. He's not that good. I don't know why they keep good. getting him to he's, write these films. He's behind the fucking Blade franchise, and I think he's horrible. I agree. Um, so you've got this guy who decided, okay, everyone's complaining, everyone's bitching about what Superman did in this movie. Let's use that. Right. Let, and, and the thing is, 
That's not a bad way to approach it. Yes. It's just it should have been in the hands of a better writer uh, to, to come through and say, okay, this is what people are complaining about. Now let's use that. That could be the motivation mm-hmm. for someone to want to take Superman down. Who would want to take Superman down? Oh, we can introduce Batman. Mm-hmm. I'm all, I'm still on board on this train of thought. Oh, yeah. Oh, this yeah. is fantastic. I this love the cool. opening sequence, actually. Yeah. Unfortunately, it, 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 it's a prerequisite. You have to have seen Man of Steel to understand that, and that the thing, Sarah, Sarah didn't see Man of Steel. Yeah, and uh, and I Andrew. think she followed along just fine. Uh, even though that opening sequence, did she know what was happening? Yeah, did she have any I context. Mean, that kind of explains because it shows Superman fighting Zod. It, it, okay, it's just that you're getting kind of the uh, but, but what the is Cloverfield this, effect of it? But what is this machine that's in the center that's lifting cars up and bringing it's, buildings it's down? It's the giant spider. Well, we, that, no, yes, <laughs> we know that. But <laughs> I'm saying, had you not seen Man of Steel, uh, we saw it with Jason and Andrea, and Je- Andrea had not seen Man of Steel, and was she was like, I just gave up. That was oh, completely. Wow. Lost. That's so funny. So, uh, I think it. I think it depends on the audience. The thing is, the thing is, I feel like I think that you need to be able to walk into it and go, okay, I'm going to accept this. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I love Andrea Cox, but she loves the Sharknado movies. Like they they True. they they give the Sharknado movies a pass, but you give them a pass. Because they're stupid and they're silly. They're entertaining. They're entertaining. This wasn't entertaining. No, it's so boring. And the thing is, though, I feel like if it was at least entertaining, she probably would have given it a pass. She would have cared at least. I think There'd be the, enough for her to, to hang yeah. her hat on, as they say. I think it's the fact that this movie is so, again, just shoddily put together. Uh, you know, the, some of the visual effects you feel like are stolen from other movies that they just put, they remapped them. I'm do, uh, Joe, I am so tired. And I this was my one of the few complaints that I had about the Star Wars movie, Force Awakens. That snap zoom that they do when you're like, when there's an aerial fight or something going on. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, I got gotcha. you. It was used in the first Man of Steel. It was, uh-huh. it was kind of pioneered in Firefly, or at least that's the first time I remember yeah. seeing it. And then uh, Force Awakens did it during the Millennium Falcon through the Star Destroyer scene. Sure. But it's that, you know, you're at a wide angle and the, the camera kind of snap zooms into it. Uh-huh. I'm so tired of that. And it, it, it really dates the film. Well, and, and I feel like that's the, everybody's trying to give it that documentarian kind yes, of look. Yes, exactly. Cinema Verite. Where it's like, oh, oh yes, Cinema Verite to you. <laughs> where, where it's like, oh, we just happen to be filming. And, oh, what's that over there? Exactly. We've zoomed in on it. A la Cloverfield, as you mentioned. Uh-huh. Uh, so let me uh, let me ask you this, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just just to re- so this movie basically the plot is the the city got destroyed and now this is what's happened in the aftermath. Yeah. You know, there's someone who's out to get Superman because of the lives that were lost. Is an alien? Someone needs to be stopped. Yes. Great plot. This is a great plot to build off of. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, then from there you threw in fucking everything you could think of because this isn't a movie. Uh, well, it, it's a movie. This isn't a plot. Like, there's no cohesive story to this movie. Right. It's a bunch of vignettes, yes. a bunch of separate scenes mm-hmm. that someone was hoping that they would piece together in a way to make an overall story. It's not how and it, works. it isn't. It's so broken. It's so disjointed and and compartmentalized. And it's like it takes you out of the movie every time they switch a scene to somebody else uh, to another location. Like, you are pulled out of whatever it is that was going on in the previous scene because. Things aren't connected. Yeah, you know there has to be kind of a natural progression. It doesn't have to be as obvious as if, if you if you've ever read the book The Killing Joke. There's a lot of like stuff that happens in modern day times, then it goes back into the past of what you know the the supposed story that could be Young Joker. But the thing is, there are things that like reflect and mirror images. Uh, there's symmetry to the story yeah. that's going on in the present and in the past, and they kind of use those as a sliding door to get you from one point to another. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be as obvious as Alan Moore was in The Killing Joke, 
but you have to have a little bit of finesse when you do stuff like this. I mean, you've got a scene where the you know Ben Affleck as Batman is taking out a criminal, and then the very next scene is Clark Kent coming in the door while Lois Lane's in the bathtub. Yeah. Okay, one. Is the bathtub right there at the front door of the apartment? <laughs> or did Clark Kent carry his bag of groceries all the way through the apartment? That's a good point. To the bathroom. <laughs> I forgot about that. There's a, I mean, he's got like two bags of groceries yeah. and he like sets it. So it, 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 that was taking me out of the movie immediately. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay. There was this thing in like in India or, or in Saudi Arabia or something. Yeah. God, that's so racist, Joe. <laughs> uh, Saudi Arabia where like Superman saves Lois and then she's in a bathtub. Why, why are we in a bathtub? Mm-hmm. What, and, and the thing is, this is a superhero movie. And I get that now we're in the generation of Deadpool, the, the rated R superhero movie. But this is Superman and Batman. You're still going to have kids coming to see this movie. You're putting comic books oh my God. In, in boxes of cereal. I would not so bring a child to this So kids are going to come see this movie. Mm-hmm. Why do you have characters naked in a bathtub? Like... For, I mean, I'm pretty sure you'd have seen Amy Adams' nipples if they didn't computer ge- like erase them out of the scene. John, I can't believe of all the things you're bringing up to complain about, this is a sticking point for Because you. this doesn't belong in a superhero movie. I thought it was kind of sweet. What? Yeah. It didn't belong. Uh, it was showing that... Uh, the it was showing that... How our, their relationship has progressed since the last film. It, was, they're now dating, it was showing they're that together. Superman is fucking horrible because he has x-ray <laughs> vision, but she's able to hide this fucking magic bullet under her purse. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he doesn't sense that. He's not like, hey, what's that thing? There's a couple of times where his superpowers could have come, come in handy yeah, in this film. Yeah, but they conveniently they don't mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because Gotham is right next to Metropolis. <laughs> that is going to be the excuse. Why did this happen? Because Gotham is right next to Metropolis. Uh... Who's the hero of this movie? Uh, Wonder Woman. Really? <laughs> I mean, she, do you think she is? She's the only one. Uh, because even she's kind of ineffective, didn't? So there's. I'm going to let you continue. No, no, I, I'm so I have, sorry. I have no. That, that was more of a snide comment than anything. Oh. But but yes, to point out that neither of these guys are. are I can't get behind either of them really. Uh, Superman kind of seems like a victim for the most part, uh-huh. but he's not really doing enough to change people's minds. Um, there's that whole scene where he goes to Congress. To Congress. And uh, there's an assassination attempt on... Holly Hunter. Everybody except for him, I guess, because yeah. he's fucking Superman. Uh, and the Capitol blows up, and he and just, just fucking standing, jets. He just stands He does. There. He's like, oh, he's, yeah, he's morose he's like, Superman oh, for shit. a second. But people, um, are, people are dead. He doesn't stick around to like clean up the mess or faces... He fucking not, leaves. Not only does he not stick around to clean up the mess, but... I'm sure that explosion didn't kill everybody instantly. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's some poor some sap under stuck under a saying. wall. Yeah. Like, hey, why don't you see if you can help some fucking people out? Yeah, we because all knew you were there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you're going to get away. <laughs> we watched you walk We can in. see you fly. <laughs> just, <laughs> just it's so like, un-Superman. Sneak away. <laughs> it's like all of the criticisms that were levied against the first film just fell on deaf ears. Yeah. Uh, it almost seems like an FU, basically, from Zack Snyder. It, it feels like an FU. Um, <laughs> I want to like that guy, too. Have, I want to like his films. I want to think that he's misunderstood. Have you ever worked in journalism, Joel? Mm-mm, no. No? Okay, well, being somebody that's worked in radio, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I've worked on air. I've worked on air doing traffic, doing weather. If you are a news and, like, traffic person, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're a weather person, like, you've got a specific job. I had a problem with Perry White coming out into like the bullpen and just telling Clark Kent like you're on sports today 
you would have a sports writer. There, yeah, like, it doesn't I work feel, that way. I feel like you would have a, a, a sports bullpen where people would be like, all right, talk in sports. This is our deal. This is what we specialize in. Then you have your political guy. Like, you wouldn't have Wolf Blitzer cover yeah. a fucking Cubs game <laughs> because he was the only one in the newsroom. That's a good point. Yeah. Again, I'm, I'm I'm astounded at the things you're focusing on for this film. <laughs> but but I mean, this so is... far it's the bathtub, and it's the inner working politics <laughs> I'm, I'm of working, the Daily Planet. I'm working my way up. Okay, these are just things that don't make sense, <laughs> and I think that what what it is is that to me these things speak to a larger problem of what's going on in the script and the amount of care. If we're expecting someone to care about these characters and put together a story that's going to make sense and engage with people, mm-hmm. then we have to expect them to pay attention to the smaller details. True, and they don't. They gloss over the smaller details just as much as they gloss over the details of these characters and their motivations. You know, you've got Bruce Wayne who shows up in the, it's like they were trying to rip off a James Bond party scene where he he gets down into like the, the server room or whatever. Right. And of course there's going to be some like dongle hanging down that he can instantly <laughs> hook his little thing to up. <laughs> you said dongle. Dong. Dong of justice. <laughs> uh, and so he hooks his thing up to it and goes back to get it. Wonder Woman steals it. Mm-hmm. We find out that she's taken the damn thing. Then she gives it back. She's like, uh, "You boys don't like to share your toys," <laughs> and like, <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my Gal Gadot. <laughs> she gives it back to him, and everybody's talking about how like effective and how amazing this woman is as a hero. You know, as Wonder Woman is as a hero. I still think that she, they did wrong. They did wrong by her. She she was really good as Wonder Woman, but I think what they gave her and the way that they the way that they treated her was still unfair. That Bruce Wayne gets his fucking his thing back, mm-hmm. and he's the one that's able to uh, decrypt it. Like she's she can't figure out what's on a fucking uh, a thumb drive. Well, she is from the Amazon, so <laughs> they didn't really have a lot of technology back then. She knew what it was. Yeah, I guess she, so. she was like, "I have your drive," so she knows what it is. And she's a shit ton older than Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. so she's obviously earned knowledge and earned you know her station. So you would think that she'd be okay. I know what this thing is. Uh, instead, she just gives it back to him, and he's the one that has to decrypt it. He's the one that sends her the information that was on it. Mm-hmm. All, all the YouTube videos, basically. All the YouTube videos, <laughs> and, which I think is so fucking lame. This so is... fucking weak. So to go back to Civil War, <clears throat> one of the complaints about uh, Man of... Not Man of Steel. What's this movie? Batman, Batman vs. Superman, Superman. Was that uh, they tried to do too much. You can you can probably agree, right? That yeah. they tried to cram too I mean, much if, into this film. If you're, if you're a fan of the comics, you can recognize at least five or six different stories yeah. that they tried to shoehorn into this movie. And there's one thing... It's one thing to do an Easter egg. It's another thing to stop the plot and make people who have no idea who these other characters are... Just who, show who up. Who have no... Importance to the the story at hand, but we're setting up a, a franchise here, so we have to oh, give yeah. you little nuggets that you can look back on. Hey guys, remember Crisis on Infinite Earths? No, we're totally doing that. I don't remember now. any of that shit? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything about it. Just tell the story you're telling right now. Yeah. Um. So that was the complaint. They tried to do too much. You can't take a movie like this where you've already established a couple of characters and then re and then you can't introduce so many characters into one film and expect us to care about them. So that yeah. was that was a complaint at the time, two uh-huh. months ago, yeah. pre Civil War. PCW. PCW? <laughs> but now, That's a, isn't that a wrestling group? Have you seen, yeah, exactly. Monday night, PCW. PCW. Oh, from, the, <laughs> from the Toyota D- Delithon. <laughs> but now, Delithon? having the... seen... It's okay, it's, it's Monday. Have, is it Monday? Just another... It's Tuesday, Tuesday actually. <laughs> I mean, it's timeless, whenever. Uh, but now, having seen Civil War, where they did introduce... Two brand new characters. Oh, okay, yeah. man, one of them's a new actor at least, and a new into story the franchise. Line, into this story, they introduce new characters into the franchise. Then no, then that that complaint 
about uh, that you can't introduce new characters into films like this, you know, and, and expect us to care about them. Obviously, you can. Yeah, we have two new. By the end of Civil War, I feel like like I'm ready to see a Black Panther movie. I'm sure. ready to see another Spider-Man movie with oh, this yeah. actor playing oh, that yes. role yeah. in these capable hands. Um, so. No, that doesn't hold water. It can be done. Because they introduced these characters in Civil War within the context of the overall story exactly. of the movie. They played a part in the story of the movie. And they had their scenes to shine. You you, you get their motivations. You yes. understand why Black Panther, what he stands for, what he's after. Black power. What, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I did the fist. <laughs> um, Tammy fucking threw me up. Uh, <laughs> same thing with Superman. Uh, Superman. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. He's got that kid is so good. One scene, yeah, that exactly. One so like good. two minute scene, and again, we're kind of stopping the plot. We're 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 slowing things down. But it serves Almost, the story. It does. It does serve the story. It felt you could tell it feels a little crammed in. You could tell like that they had scene, just gotten the rights back. Yes, they wanted to move. So along. they rushed to the like, hey, get get Robert and get and get Tom. Exactly, and we could just yeah. get him in a room and shoot a scene. But that was best case scenario. Yeah. It didn't feel unnecessary, and I, I didn't feel like. I was being pandered to. Yeah. It felt like okay, they found a nice way. The writers were given a task by the the suits, uh-huh. and they just made it work. They made it work, and you could tell it was people that had a passion for the source material. Exactly. Oh my gosh, that fight <laughs> with Spider Man! Like, about Civil War. Yeah, where Spider Man's like all like wrapped up on Falcon, and he's like reading him his rights. <laughs> you have the right to remain <laughs> silent. Uh, it's I, so fun. But and but the thing is. What what got me about that? Just to to put this little cherry on the top of this this section of the Civil War conversation, mm-hmm. when Spider Man and Cap kind of face off, mm-hmm. and Spider Man's holding the truck, and you have that like, "Where are you from, Queens?" Right. Yeah. From Brooklyn. Brooklyn. And he runs off. I love that. Yeah. Like that's a really cool, and not like in your face thing, mm-hmm. but it's a really cool way to show like there's a connection there. Mm-hmm. We're all people. Yep. You know, and and. You don't have to be a genius to pick up on that. And, and nobody's trying to kill each other in that scene. No. They're trying to stop each to other. Stop one but another. Th- there are several times where people could have died, but uh, our heroes showed restraint. That's right. And that would have been nice to see in Batman versus Superman. Oh my God! Yes. Well, instead of just indiscriminately. So, so did did it seem a little silly to you that Superman kept falling for like the kryptonite dust trick? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, twice. The, the, <laughs> this is the, the same, same guy who can like go into space and hold his breath long enough to like travel through space. That's a good point. Uh, could have just done that for the duration he of that battle. He should have done that through that whole battle. That's just held his breath long enough mm-hmm. to fight Batman. Uh, instead, like Batman just kept getting one up on him, and I get the kryptonite thing. Um, oh, you know what? Before we get into this, I do want to just uh, touch one last time on this whole like introducing other characters. Mm-hmm. You had they introduced Aquaman, they introduced the Flash. The Flash shows up twice. Like there's this whole like you know a what rift, fuck, a Joe? rift in time sh- opens up, and what he's is like, that about? "Lois Lane's the key." Can you explain Lois- that to me? It's, because I'm, it's I, a I don't even know. It's if a I'm reference see. to Crisis uh, in the DC comics. Okay, uh, kind of like how Marvel Comics has their Infinity Gauntlet. Right, that was a huge company-wide crossover story that included all these characters. Okay. DC had Crisis on Infinite Earths. All right, and it was a whole company-wide. Cr- so what they're doing is going, oh, Marvel's yeah. using one of their things. Let's use one of ours, and it's. It's As an weak. audience member watching this film for the first time, not knowing... I didn't even know that was Flash, first of all. You're yeah. seeing like half a body. Uh-huh. It didn't look like the Flash that I knew. Yeah. Why should I care about this? What is happening? Right. No, it's, I... Try I not to be so obvious As about... somebody who's read it, I felt the same way watching this movie. I was like, I, I don't care about this. When you're using your movie to put like... And, and this was my problem with Age of Ultron. When you're using your movie just to set up something in the future, yeah. instead of 
you know, telling this story right now, presently, what is going on here? Kind of like, you know, let we'll talk about Back to the Future. There was a story going on. Marty McFly was present. The things that were going on was it was it was present to where he was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't some other shit. But then they were creatively using other things and looping things back around when you got to Back to the Future too, mm-hmm. where it was kind of you got to see the other side of the story. You you can't put together a movie like this where you're you're throwing in like okay this is going to come into play later after we we recruit all these other guys. We don't need this. Well, the thing is, these aren't things that we're going to go back to like in future movies when we see that happen. We're not going to go, oh, that's what yeah. it, No. Remember five years ago when Batman v Superman came out and that one guy showed right. up randomly for 30 seconds because, in another fucking dream sequence? Because now all people are going to expect when they see the Flash movie when it comes out is that scene. When's this going to When play is it? this going to happen? And is it going to in that first movie? I have no idea. That but seems that's, like- it's careless to throw something like that in there and be like, oh, you know, I, I can't wait to see this happen. I can't wait to see what that means. That's not how you build a mystery. And that's indicative of just the the the, the way that this film has been presented. Uh, the audience going into it is like, uh, or at least I was. I was like, okay, I'm already uh, skeptical. I, uh-huh. I'm, I'm already not sold on uh, Zack Snyder and his Superman universe. So you have to you have to sell me on it. Yeah. Why should I care? Right, and they're coming at it from the opposite direction. It's like, well, you're going to care because we're telling you to, what to care about. I'm like, no, 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 that's not how this works. Uh huh. That's never how this works. That's not, that's how, not the how the force, force works. works. Damn it! <laughs> Sarah must be so sick of me referencing it. That's my like my favorite uh, line. No, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, you know what my favorite line is that I keep repeating that nobody gets as a reference from uh, the Force Awakens. What was that? We're right back in the mess again. <laughs> I say it all the time, and people don't even, they just gloss over it. I'm like, no, that was Maz Kanata. That was Maz Kanata. Yeah, yeah, whatever, nerd. Um, <laughs> your face is Maz Kanata. Um, Where's my boyfriend? <laughs> I like that bookie. <laughs> Chewie's back at the ship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that's, that's my old Han Solo. Uh, Chewie, <sighs> we're home. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> all of it. All of it. The Jedi, the Force, <laughs> all of it. Uh, what else about this movie? What else? So, well, at least it, Joe, if you can't, um, you can't get behind the uh, the heroes of the story. Surely, there's a fun villain that we can uh, we can look forward to, right? Yeah, where was he? <laughs> where, where was this oh, villain? Man. I was so embarrassed for poor Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Well, who the fuck? Like, okay. Was this his choice, or was this no. how Zack Snyder told him? Of to course not. Be the Joker. Much yes, thank you. And that was my initial reaction. It's like. He's, he's, they clearly wanted to have the Joker in this film and yeah. couldn't for some reason. Uh-huh. So they were just like, oh, well, I'll just take Lex Luthor and we'll make him the Joker. He's basically the Joker. Uh-huh. Because people liked that see, when it was done before. And this is the stuff, like, we didn't need to see Batman's origin. We didn't need to see some of the, like, dream sequences that we saw. Oh. But then there's this moment where Bruce Wayne's in the Batcave and he's getting ready to get suited up, I think. And he looks over and there's the Robin costume. Yeah. And it's got, like, some kind I can't jokes remember. Jokes on you. Jokes on you. And I'm like, let's see that. That, there's a flashback I'd love to see because we haven't explored that yet in the movies. I'm We've never seen it. For... Let's see this stuff. Are we saving it for the sequel? Are we saving it for Suicide Squad? I think so. Is, is Ben Affleck in Suicide Squad? Because I've seen Batman footage. Batman certainly is in. I don't know if it's Ben Affleck. I don't know if they were ever going to even show his face. Probably. I know one of the guys Batman brings in in Batman v Superman is one of the villains mm. from Suicide Squad. He's one of the guys that joined the Suicide really? Squad. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, but it's just it's such a quick scene. Uh, and and the thing, the fact that they like introduce him as like a a, a child murderer or something. <laughs> I'm like, well, how are we going to make him sympathetic in this movie? Uh. Uh, but 
the uh, the 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 villain in this film is seriously modeled. It's supposed to be Joker. Lex Luthor was never like this. Lex Luthor's no. cold. He's calculated. Col- yeah, I was just gonna say that. Calm, cool, and collected. He never lets you know where he's at. Mm-hmm. Like he and and the thing is, the origins of Lex Luthor. Just if you look at the comics, the origins. If you watch the show Smallville, mm-hmm. that was a better relationship between Lex oh, Luthor I and that Clark. Guy. Yeah. Uh, it, just to have that that motivation that like Superman was somehow responsible for. Uh, loss for Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. whether it be the original comics where he basically was just the reason Lex Luthor lost all his hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was what pissed him off. Or the <laughs> fact that like in Smallville, Superman, his planet blowing up and the meteorites finally reaching Earth was responsible for Lex Luthor losing his mom. Yeah. Like that's touching shit. Sure. That is motivation. That's raw. That's the thing. <laughs> like, why is this guy motivated? I, I don't even really so much mind the... The, the 21st century take that they're doing on Lex Luthor where, okay, instead of this old billionaire, or not old billionaire, but, you know, this this this, yeah. this man, this established businessman, this Donald Trump-like character, he's he's a, he's a, a not Jesse Eisenberg, I'm trying to think, Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. He's Zuckerberg. a Mark Zuckerberg. He's yeah. a Web 2.0 He's like, hey, you played this guy already, let's play him again. <laughs> That's I, I, I can't help but think that that was some of the reasoning behind his casting. Um, so I, I, I kind of like, I like the concept behind the take on that, but the execution was sorely missing. And yeah. There's no what's the end game? Like just to why to kill Superman or to kill Batman? But why? I have no no. I don't know. I nobody really don't know. I, Jesse Eisenberg maybe maybe he knows. <laughs> we should ask him. Uh, but no, I feel like you should have had something. That, what makes a compelling villain is to find yourself. Uh, uh, I don't know. Morally compromised. Maybe that's the right word mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. to have a villain and go. Wow, I can almost kind of relate to what it is that he's doing. To Magneto what he's going in the X Men movie, exactly. They that did in the opening scene of that first X Men movie. Immediate, yeah, immediately. And you're like, oh, okay, like, oh shit. He but doesn't he's, trust humanity, but he's still doing a horrible stuff. Sure, that's the fun part of Smallville was the fact that Lex Luthor was sympathetic mm-hmm. a lot of times. You were like, oh wow, he's kind of the product of of his of nurture versus nature. This guy, we really didn't get to know anything about, and he was just kind of wacky for the sake of being wacky. Mm-hmm. I thought the performance was a little too over the top. Unless yes. you're going to make everybody over the top like this, you can't have this character over the top. Uh, and yeah, then just the 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 whole the horrible poetry that they tried to present his character with. Ah, the man of Krypton right. versus you know versus what what, what are they called the Man of Steel versus the Bat of Gotham. Yeah. Okay. That's. <laughs> <laughs> But but it's not like he's not from steel. <laughs> so if you're going to do make it make sense, like the man of steel versus the the knight of darkness, you know, like something something along the. I mean, that sucks. <laughs> that sounds horrible. But something that's at no least bad ideas and brainstorming. Equal. Oh God, yes there are because <laughs> nobody went further than the brainstorming stage with this movie. They were like, oh that's cool, throw it in the movie, put it in there. Who's to blame? Uh, David S. Goyer. I think David S. Goyer and Zack Snyder mm-hmm. are to blame for this because. I've seen Goyer's writing, but still see a decent movie come out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, wasn't he behind Batman Begins? Oh, interesting. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. that's right. He did, Nolan. He did. He did Batman Begins, and that movie's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite Batman film. No, but... I remember liking it at the time. And then, of course, Dark Knight comes out, and it, it just pales in comparison. Uh, and it, it's it's it, not even go it, back. It Christian pales. In comparison. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even fun to kind of go back and revisit it because yeah. it's, uh, I, I, every time I watch Batman Begins, I just want to like. Why aren't I watching Dark Knight right It's now? a little clunky. If it's, I'm going to revisit any of these films. It's a little clunky. What, what's funny about Dark Knight is that it feels like the first part of something else. 
where like you know and then unfortunately it's bookended by movies that I just know. don't they it 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 doesn't deserve to have those things it's not the movie we down. deserve it's the movie we need right now that's though. right <laughs> Which one was this one? Uh, Neither. So they they finally fight. Superman's whole motivation is that they've taken his mom. Mm-hmm. And and here's another thing: like su- like everyone knows who the fuck Superman is. Apparently, yes, exactly. It's the worst kept secret. We, we never find out how Lex Luthor knows who Superman is. Thank you. He just fucking knows who Superman is. Uh, and he kidnaps uh, Martha Kent. I almost said Martha Wayne. Clarifying, yes. Martha Kent gets kidnapped. That would and be like, gruesome if he kidnapped Martha. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so then he threatens to kill her unless Superman kills Batman. Mm-hmm. This is fucking Superman. Yeah. Like, this is fucking Superman. This is a guy who a can, he can hear someone scream for help ha- like from across the globe. Yeah. He can't hear his mom. He can't sense where his mom is. It's about some x-ray vision, man. Like, I feel like that's one of those things. It's like a Pavlovian thing where you could hear a million voices in the world, but if you hear your mom screaming for help, fucking, you're, you're there. Mm-hmm. I mean, He's he able to do it with Lois. He did it with Lois. Exactly. A couple times. So, fucking Martha gets kidnapped. Mm-hmm. She's threatened to be killed. So that's why, <laughs> bring me the killed, head of like, the... Burned alive. Burned alive. I don't know why a flamethrower is necessary when a bullet to the head would suffice. Bring me the head of the Batman. Mm-hmm. So that's what starts the fight. And like... Instead of just floating in the air and saying, hey, listen, they kidnapped my mother. <laughs> that's that's the problem. <laughs> this whole thing could have been solved with a, a quick conversation. Yeah, but instead he lands and then tries to walk slowly to Batman, <laughs> who's like, yeah, I got you in my traps. Yep. Just just fucking fly and say, hey, look, hey, asshole. Uh, <laughs> I know what you're my planning. Mother, it, it, my mother's been kidnapped. Let's save her because I'm just like you. Mm-hmm. I bleed just like you do. Do you bleed? Did you see the meme? This is disgusting, but Uh-oh. there's a there's a meme where it's like it's a cartoon of Batman, and he's like, "Tell me, do you bleed?" And then it cuts to a picture of Wonder Woman. She's like, five days a month." Uh. <laughs> and it cuts back to me. He goes, <laughs> <laughs> "So we've already got enough conflict uh. in this." I'm hearing Jeff just kind of laugh to yeah. himself. There's enough conflict in this movie, but what else did we need, Joel? We we needed a Kryptonian monster. Oh God! Based yes. after a Ninja Turtle to <laughs> come did, into it? this. Yeah, he, they, there was a side by side CG comparison. Like he's totally striking the same poses oh, like yeah? Leonardo does in the one of the Ninja Turtle trailers. It's unnecessary. I I appreciate what they did. <sighs> okay, so Zod, aka Michael Shannon, one of my favorite actors now. By the way, uh, I saw uh, the night before. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that yet. Seth Rogen. He's got a little bit part in there. He's I want to see it amazing. so bad. Amazing. Uh, that movie's kind of shit, but um, <laughs> actually, it's kind of sweet. Um, but uh, yeah, Michael Chan. Anytime I get to see him on screen, I'm I'm fine. Except he's dead in this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> every the scene entire movie. Scene, Joe, does it? You know the comic books much better than I do. Does this have any standing? Is this is this derived from some storyline where yeah, uh, Zod's body? The, well, no, Zod's body was not used to make Doomsday. Okay, uh, but this is from I don't know if you remember. Many years ago, there was the big news report: Superman's Superman going to die. We're oh, going to kill Superman off. Yeah. That was the black covered yes. comic, surprising no one. This was the story when he shows up <laughs> in this film. Surprising no one, because <laughs> we needed to throw everything in this movie. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, no, Doomsday is like this this monster that ends up breaking out of this maximum security facility yeah. and starts rampaging across the countryside and the whole thing is about Superman trying to stop him. Other heroes try to get in here yeah. to try to stop Doomsday yeah. as well uh, but they're not able to and then finally Doomsday and Superman kill each other. I remember. And it was pretty touching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but 
Like, they didn't need to throw that in here. No, and, and le- again, Lex Luthor is behind this because he's behind everything. Guy's got a lot of plates spinning. He really <laughs> does. He's got a lot going on. Multitasker. I mean, he learns Kryptonian in a day. So what? Yeah, right. So what's <laughs> Would it? you like to earn your degree? <laughs> become a cable repairman. Learn Kryptonian. <laughs> or become a stenographer. <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying? I uh, um, that he has a lot of plates. So, Lex but, but again, like with the other, with the Batman v Superman uh, plot that he's trying to, to to construe, what's his end game here? I don't know. He wants to eliminate Bruce Wayne because apparently he knows who Batman is. Yes. He knows who everybody fucking <laughs> yeah, is. I know. He has the internet. He knows who Batman is, and apparently he's been sending him letters. The, forever, <laughs> yeah. uh, and he wa- I think he wants to get rid of Batman because Batman's fucking up his operation in Gotham. Okay, and he also wants to get rid of Superman because well, Superman's an alien who cannot be trusted, and maybe he's fucking up his shit okay, in Metropolis. But he's about to inadvertently get rid of the entire world by bringing this being into life. I don't like think that. Why he cares? Sure, he doesn't care. Well, okay, but you just said on one hand he's trying to protect his investments and and have absolute power, but. That is too complex a word for someone with such a small brain. Uh, I, I can't remember what he said there, but performances uh, again, much like a- Amy Adams, uh, a great actor that we've seen in in better things. Uh-huh. Um, I even kind of appreciated the scenes between him and him and Holly Hunter. I'm Holly Hunter. <laughs> my, my grandmother used to say, "Put a pi- put put pig piss in in a jar and call it lemon." Like <laughs> don't, don't even peach tea or I don't know what the fucking quote is, but there's that there that is, and they actually did a good job in that scene where I they kind of built the, they built the tension up, the and it's like, oh shit, you know, mm-hmm. this is pretty crazy. Um, hey, remember when Batman became Mad Max? <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck was up with that scene where like Batman has like a compound and like an army and he's why is he wearing a leather jacket over his Batman costume I, 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 I don't know yeah I know he's got the ears sticking out sticking out of his leather jacket he's wearing a fucking leather like you would think that that suit alone mm-hmm. is going to protect you from the elements but just a little extra short sleeve jacket. Yeah, well, it's it's not going to protect you from uh, an army of Toydarians or whatever those winged creatures Seriously? are. Seriously, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? And and what was it? Was that a, like an epiphany, a dream coming to him that like the kryptonite is what's going to take him down? I what? don't know, Joe. I don't know what that was supposed to represent. I, mean, I, I guess it's foreshadowing other things that comic book nerds have explained to me i i don't know i don't remember this it did look like uh there was a a story a long time ago it was called the superman red sun and the the way that this played out was what if superman crash landed on a farm in russia instead of in america oh interesting and so it was about his like russian upbringing and then bruce wayne who was also like you know a, a superhero but like all this stuff was in in russia uh he kind of looked like that but that was it. Like it felt like that was a hey. That's a cool look for Batman. Let's yes. figure out a way to put that in this movie. Uh, dream sequence. That's and I guess I shouldn't expect anything more from the guy who created Sucker Punch because that's how that whole movie feels. It feels like yeah. it's just we need to put stuff in there because it looks cool. It's not going to help serve the story. No. It just looks kind of neat. And not only helping, not helping serve the story, but confusing the fuck confusing out of the, the audience. Shit out of people. Because here we are sitting. I have no idea where the Flash. Is is uh, appearing in a rift through time. I have no idea why. Yes, there's an army of Toydarians. Uh, why, that are attacking who's, Batman. Who's, who's the merman? I have no <laughs> who's, idea. Who's the merman that we're seeing this footage of? And, and even that exactly. And even that first scene, you know, the flashback of of, of Bruce Wayne and his parents getting killed, and when him discovering the Batcave, <laughs> he, he gets lifted up into the sky. Exactly. <sighs> was there? Oh, wait, do I remember? Was there a giant bat in the grave of Martha Kent? 
when he goes in, like there's the dream sequence where he visits the grave of Martha Kent and it crashes open. Was it a bunch of bats or was it a large bat? I must have gone to the bathroom for that one. You, you I was lucky. in the bat room. Jeff, do you remember? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're inventing that one. All right. So, I mean, that's... I, mean, I, could, I could keep going about my problems with this movie. I had a lot of them, but I think it all boils down to, and we kind of pinpointed it earlier, I think it's a combination of the writing and the direction. Mm-hmm. Like, this script should never have been greenlit on its own. It should have gone through, like, five or six more rewrites. It probably s- did, which pe- is the sad thing. That sucks. That sucks. I don't know who looked at the script and went, okay, it's ready. Because it, it was not. And Zack Snyder should not have been at the helm of this film. No. There should have been somebody who was asking questions. A good director will look at this and go, okay, this doesn't make sense. How am I going to do this? And I understand, like, you don't shoot a movie in sequential order. You don't, like, go through But you at least read through it, and you try to visualize, all right, this is how I want to tell the story. This is the script that's in front of me. This is the guideline. Now, this is how visually I'm going to translate that. Mm -hmm. And this is... This is creatively bankrupt. Like this is yes, true. this is completely devoid of anything that has any resemblance to passion well, or heart. I, and more importantly, it's not even fun. Like I'm, I, there's, I can forgive a film a little bit if it if it's if it's lapsing in in story or character development. But if it at least gives me some some sense of joy, uh-huh. uh, there was it, a little bit of fun. I had at the at the end, like it was near the end. It's when. Superman and Batman are kind of fighting each other. I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun. And then when they're fighting against Doomsday, which was they didn't need. This movie was fucking long enough. Yeah, two and a uh, half hours. But then you have the fight with Doomsday, and you had Wonder Woman show up, and you know, so there was a little bit of fun going on there. But then the heavy-handed Superman, Superman's dead, guys. Yeah, yeah. nobody cares. He's dead. And, and and of course the we weird, all know the he's weird not Inception ending. Right within <laughs> the last frame, <laughs> yes. and it's it, it was so. Like, who couldn't have seen that coming from right. the way it was shot? There's, yeah. no, there's no element of surprise there. No. And even if it was a surprise, these are characters you don't care about. Like, no. I don't want to spend... I want to spend time with Black Panther. I want to spend time with all those Marvel characters. Yes, I with wanna, Ant-Man. I want to spend time with Ant-Man. Oh, my God. I want to spend time with Scarlet... Oh, I want to spend a lot of time with Scarlet Witch. Dude, Elizabeth Olsen, man. I don't know what it is. Like, I, I see her in, like, other stuff, like press tours and this and that, and she really doesn't do it for me, but when she's playing the Scarlet Witch character... She was great. She's really good, she and really I, I'm just around. like, hey there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hi there. Um, okay, so let me talk about a character that wasn't a superhero in this movie that I did enjoy. Lois Lane. Nope. Jonathan Kent. The Kevin Costner scene, I liked. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked that scene a lot. And just like with Man of Steel, I loved mm-hmm. the Kevin Costner scene. It was sequences. nice to see him again. It was refreshing. It, I, I totally forgot about that scene until you just mentioned it. Right. <laughs> and and the thing is, it this movie didn't even have some of the heart that Man of Steel had, where it, there was that scene in the school where Clark is, like, suddenly his senses are going yeah, crazy. and he's, he locks his himself vision, in the closet. Locks himself in the closet, and his mom shows up, and she's like, focus, focus on, on my, my voice. voice. You know, and it's the sweetest. Like I, I watch that scene and I start kind of tearing up a little bit. Yeah, it's it's so sweet and it's so genuine, and so f- to have even the the small genuine parts that are in Man of Steel be followed up with this movie that's just a big fucking like C- cacophony. It's it's the film version of just of Dak Shepard in Idiocracy jerking off at the TV. <laughs> yeah. That's what this this film felt like. And I'm not judging people who liked it, but you know, I want to address this before people fly off the handle on that. I'm not judging the people who like this movie. Feel free you like it all you want. But I feel that this movie had 
way too many problems. There were too many things that this movie did not satisfy for me. Uh, and I, I felt were just done horribly. I will judge people who like it. Wow. <laughs> uh, well, not, not judging, because I, I have guilty pleasures, too. I like The Shadow, starring Alec Baldwin, yeah. soon to be an episode. Eric Baldwin. <laughs> there are some... Don't fucking roll your eyes at me, Jeff. That's a, You go back and watch that. That's a fun movie. It's got Ian McKellen in it. It's got Who's the Girl? Uh, who's that, that girl? girl? It's it's fun, and it kind of makes you think, and it's it's, it's about uh, mind control. Um, I don't know. Th- there's some great things in that film. Where was I going with this? I just want to talk about The Shadow now. Your shield, Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, okay, so I, I get that there's some, there's some eye candy in here. That's great. That looks yeah. fine. But, no, there's a right way to do things, and there's a wrong way to do things. As somebody who, like, it's it's... I, I have built a career in visual storytelling. Really? You never talk a about right that. right way to do things. <laughs> I also went to Europe again. Did I mention Did that? Did you time? go to Europe? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, right way to do things and a wrong way to do things. Check and this you just out. has too many wrong things in it. And, and at some check. point, it, when you get defensive about having to apologize for your film, you really kind of got to take a, a look inside and yeah. ask yourself why you're, you're so in. Why, why is it important for me to get on your page? I, I, it didn't speak to me. I think what he needs to do it's is. It's not start, well done. He I'm needs, sorry. He needs to focus on making more movies about owls. <laughs> the, the Guardians of the whatever it was. Guardians of the Galaxy. Of, yep. of Gaul. Gaul. <laughs> of the Galaxy. What is it called? Guardians of the Galaxy. No, fuck you. What is that movie called? <laughs> I don't remember. The Jeff's looking it up. Thank you. The Owls of Gaul. There you go. Only get the reference. <laughs> 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 All right, so uh, what did I feel like we're at this point now? Yeah. What did Batman versus Superman Dong of Justice do right? Oh gosh. Um <laughs> you weren't prepared for this. No, I wasn't. Um uh, what did it do right? Um th- there's some there's some great performances in here. There's some fine acting going on. Yeah. Uh you know, Jeremy Irons is okay. I, I still like Lawrence. You want Fishburne. to go to war. I still I, I don't know why all of a sudden he's a master welder. <laughs> I don't remember Alfred really he putting welds, on the gloves. He welds so much in this movie. Uh, that was fun dirty. where Batman's like, Okay, tell me what's going on. <laughs> he's like, What does he say? Uh how to put this. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much the feeling I got from this film. <laughs> yeah. Uh so there, there's some fine actors doing some some uh, some some good work here. Um, and, and Jesse Eisenberg is not one of them. Uh, I still like Amy Adams. She does some great stuff. And everybody talks about Batman. Ben Affleck's not bad. He's not. He's He'll, not I, bad. I, I I will go see a standalone Batman film okay. starring him, um, directed by him. Though. So what I l- thought this movie did right mm-hmm. was like some of the some of the fights like okay. the the fighting if you're going to have a comic booky superhero film and you've got a giant monster or something that you're fighting damn it this is the way to do it like that was really fun watching batman and wonder woman go to work on fucking doomsday while superman tried to learn how to swim man <laughs> i exactly right <laughs> why did she throw that spear <laughs> I have no idea. Like, hold on to that shit. Like, you don't have to give <laughs> right. it to him, but like, who didn't? We see, might need that later. Who didn't see that coming, though? Yeah. Like, and I thought because it went down into something with water that Aquaman was going to show up with it. That would have been like nice. that. This was going to be at the end. It was going to culminate with like Flash showing up, and Aquaman yeah. showing up, and well, yes, because everything I read, Cyborg up to the up to the release of was this that film, Miles Dyson who created Cyborg. Uh, From Terminator 2? Yeah. Was, that, that was Miles Dyson? Wait, was, what is Cyborg? No, it was, Cyborg was the black guy in, in the video clip who was like oh, right, right, the, right. the machine. He became like... Oh, you're machine. saying the actor. The actor oh who God. was the scientist that working on him. That is the same fucking him. actor. It was Miles Dyson. Oh, my God. Ooh, Terminator crossover <laughs> in the <laughs> Superman versus so, Batman So universe. even when we blow him up in a building, he's still responsible Man. for creating an evil... Like, Well, he's not an evil cyborg, but a powerful cyborg. <laughs> you think about that. Uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, no, I thought that the superhero fights 
were really cool. Like watching Wonder Woman go to work on Doomsday yeah. with Batman, I thought was really fun. I gotta tell you, now I, I gotta dis- disagree because I was so bored by that point. Yeah, and I mean, you've seen it all before. I just I dug seeing, and this is I maybe the fanboy in me where I was like really excited to see Wonder Woman on screen, and it wasn't all about sex. Uh, yes, like, okay, cool. I will agree with that. Uh, but I I, I want to see characters that I care about, and yeah. I don't walk away. I, I didn't walk away from this film feeling like I knew anybody. You, you weren't a Care Bear. No, no, I wasn't. Uh, what I did, was doing what the did, Care Bear stare? What did Batman versus Superman: Dong of Justice do wrong? Do wrong. Um, let me collect my thoughts. You tell me yours first, okay? Because I don't even know what to focus on. Uh, I, I've I can't help it. I've mentioned it twice before already in this podcast. It's the writing and direction okay. on this movie. I thought the casting was fine. The casting was fantastic. I've seen Jesse Eisenberg do great work. Of course. I've seen everyone in this movie do great work. Uh, This director, however, has a very spotty, if best, uh, track record. What's his best film? Watchmen? I love Watchmen, Mm -hmm. but I also think his Dawn of the Dead remake is fantastic. I never saw that one. But it's also written by James Gunn. Oh, no way. Yeah. Ah. So you're going to have some fun stuff going on there. Um I, th- I thought that was really a really good movie, but other than that, like he's it's just spotty. His his track record spotty for me. I would have never given him the no. keys to this franchise. Yeah. Uh, and then David Goyer, I can't stand his writing. I don't think he understands these characters. Maybe he wrote one good superhero thing like Blade, and that's a movie like based on a franchise that no one really paid attention to. Uh, but it worked. It was a fucking vampire, a guy who was part vampire who fights vampires. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like overtly a superhero movie. But it was. But David Goyer wrote that, and based on the success of that, he's gotten all these other jobs, yeah. and every project he's worked on since then, uh, and except for Batman Begins, has kind of been horrible from an artistic standpoint. Yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, I'm going to focus on um, just how joyless it was. Again, it's not fun. Joyless. Joyless. There, there was not enough Joel in it. Not enough of me. No, it was very joyless. <laughs> There's not a lot, lot of laughs in it. There's no, <laughs> there's no, um, there's there, these are fucking it's superheroes. Not, they it, have superpowers. This is the argument. This is the age old argument about Superman, and it, it, this is an argument that came up uh, when Brandon Routh did his Superman movie. Yeah. And the big thing was how depressing to watch a movie about a man that can fly, and it's just so sad. You know, there's no fun. It should be fun. A movie about a guy who could fly mm-hmm. and save people like that should be a fun thing. And that's, they didn't do it right with that one. They didn't do it right with Man of Steel. They didn't do it right with this. Where's the adventure? Where's the fun? So emo. Everybody wants our superheroes to be dark now, and they don't need to be dark like that. You know, there's a place for it. Batman's a dark character. But, like, with Superman, there's nothing wrong with, you know, the escapism that comes with Superman. The guy that can leap tall buildings in a single bound, Mm -hmm. and he's going to be there to save you. The Boy Scout. I like the Boy Scout. There's a place for the Boy Scout. Don't make him dark like Batman you, is. You, because you still have to be able to root for some of these characters. Yes. And if I don't know these characters, if I don't like these characters, then there's nothing to root for, except yeah. that I just don't want bad things to happen, but that shouldn't be the default. Right. And meanwhile, you've got Civil War, where all these characters stayed true to, for the most part, stayed true to their roots. And they were fun, and you rooted for them, and mm. there was a place for it. Like, Captain America is what Superman should be in these movies. Exactly. He sticks to an ideal. He sticks to these morals, and he's fun. You know, he he's kind of fun in the way that he's a little hokey. You know, he's he's a man yeah. out of time, and it's it's fun in that way. Uh, I'm sorry, I totally hijacked your your. No, thought that there. was it. That was it. It's just it's joyless. Okay. Uh, so if we were going to remake Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice, mm-hmm. how would we do that? 
Uh, let's see. I have. Looks like I got about eight characters. I really? just kind of did the major ones. Did okay. you do, you did I a just, lot more than that? Huh? I just did the heroes. I did Lex Luthor. Uh, so when we get to somebody that I've done, let's just go through your list. And when we get to somebody that I've done, I'll let you know. All right. Well, the deepest I went uh, was probably the Senator Finch, Didn't played by that. by Holly Hunter in this one. And uh, I, maybe it's because I just saw Forty Year Old Virgin recently, but I really like Catherine Keener. Yeah. She's kind of uh, she's she's a, a strong female lead. I like her raspy voice, uh, and I could see her uh, taking taking Superman to task. Okay, that's a good one. Thank you. Uh, went on to how about Martha Kent? Did you do Miss? I Miss, did not do Miss Martha Kent. Martha, uh, I, great casting uh, with uh, I can't think of her name now. I don't now now that you've said it, I don't remember her name either. Okay, well that woman. Uh, but how about if if uh, Diane Weist? Diane Lane. Diane Lane. Thank <laughs> you. I'm gonna go with another Diane. Diane Weist. Uh-huh. Who uh, she was in Lost Boys and she was Parenthood. In Lost Boys. Yeah, oh, that's right. She was in Lost Boys, wasn't she? Say hello to Very the motherly. Night. How about Alfred? You do Alfred? Uh, I did not do Alfred. I did Alfred. Uh, I did a couple options um, because I wanted to have a backup in case you chose one of <laughs> I mine. I promise your parents I would take <laughs> that. How about if uh, How about if Anthony Hopkins? We're, that's we're not Alfred. Bad. That's, do not, him. that's not bad. And if you don't like him, uh, how about uh, Sir King, King Ben? Sir King Bensley. King Bensley. Sir King that's Bensley. Right. <laughs> wow, this beer is kicking in, my friend. <laughs> Sir Ben Kingsley. I cast LeBron James. <laughs> 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 hey, yo, what's up, Bruce? All right, well then, surely you recast Lois Lane. I did not. You did not recast. I Lois didn't Lane. recast Lois well, Lane. Well, that's okay because uh, I went with Lizzie Kaplan. It was she's, hard to beat. She's so fun. She's smart. She's spunky. She's, she's sexy. She, she is very sexy. I like her a lot. I know she's not redheaded, but whatever. Uh, all right. So you did the top four then, huh? I did, yeah. Did Wonder Woman? I did. Wonder Woman. Who's your Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> What's your criteria for a Wonder Woman? Uh, I just think that Wonder Woman should be a woman. I don't think she should be a girl. That's probably accurate. Uh, I don't think that she... Well, but I don't think she needs to be like a wafy like... <laughs> so sec- she should be a girl, but not yet a woman? She shouldn't be. I don't think uh, Kristen Bell is Wonder Woman. I don't think that you cast right. someone like that. Uh, I don't think that you get... Uh, what's her name? Uh... Ted. She was in Ted, and she was in Black Swan, and oh, uh, Mila, Mila Kunis. Kunis. I don't think Mila Kunis is your Wonder Woman. No, she's not. Uh, I went with Carrie Russell. Oh, nice. I think Carrie Russell would be a great Wonder Woman. I think that she's she shows strength. She shows maturity. Yes. Uh, so I went with her. She also voiced Wonder Woman in the animated movie. Oh, you're kidding. No, oh, I didn't all. know that. Yeah. Well, I like her a lot. Felicity, right? Yeah. Carrie Russell. Yep. Uh, I went with uh, someone who's is just oozes sex appeal. Okay. Uh, and I... I <laughs> Queen Latifah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this actress gets a lot of crap. Because she's been in some crappy movies, and people think that she's kind of one-dimensional and not a very good actress. Are you going no, Megan Fox? I am going Megan Fox. Nice. I like Megan Fox. I Man. think she would be a good. She would be. I, I mean, she's still a little like pretty girlish, but she is. But don't don't hold, don't hold her looks against her. I yeah. actually think she's a great actress. I think underneath, she's pretty good underneath those tights. I, I kind of agree with you. I think mm. she's all right. I just think that she suffered from the Channing Tatum effect, where she was in so much shit. And, yeah. Yeah. And that, and that kind of. It colored people's opinion. Of I, I actually uh, <laughs> respected her role in the first Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah, that second one looks awful. Second one looks pretty oh, bad. Oh my gosh, it I'll, looks pretty bad. They showed the trailer for it at the beginning of Civil yes, War this did. past weekend, and uh, I don't I, need your Civil War. And maybe it's just because where I saw it, where there weren't a lot of kids in the audience, or maybe they just shouldn't have shown that trailer in front it of just Civil looks War. So bad, but dead silence, dude. And the whole like this thing makes humans into animals, and it makes us into humans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great. That Can't, always happens. That's going to be fun. They're going to be faced with a choice about whether they want to be true be to themselves. Or, and they are. Or be something bet, that they're not, the Joe. End, they are. That's right. We're all going to... <laughs> Channing Tatum will play all four Ninja Turtles <laughs> at the end. So, uh... <laughs> 
All right, well, surely then you did Lex Luthor. I absolutely did. All right. Yeah, uh, my Lex Luthor uh, is going to be Gene Hackman. <laughs> You're just going to bring him back? Yeah, I'm bringing him back. He's, he was my favorite Lex Luthor. He's pretty good. Uh, and I think Lex Luthor needs to be an older guy. Yes. I feel like he needs to be someone who's established himself. Mm-hmm. Maybe Gene Hackman's a little too old at this point, but he's my favorite Lex Luthor, and that's why I'm picking him. Shit, I would even give another chance to a Kevin Spacey. To Kevin I thought Spacey. that was brilliant casting. Kevin Spacey was a really good Lex Luthor. He just had a crappy script. He really did, yeah, I know. He, he was really good. Mm-hmm. Wrong! I was just going to say that. <laughs> uh, well, I, I kind of stuck with the, the Web 2.0 Lex Luthor, where he's kind of a snot-nosed brat who's a little s- too smart for his own good. Uh-huh. Um, and if you're going to go with that role, that's fine. Um, how about you get Christopher Mintz Blass? Oh, God. Fucking the McLovin. Oh, my gosh. So he's basically going to be the motherfucker like he is in Kick-Ass. That's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, in that role. Uh, and then finally, we have our, our two... D2? That's right. R2, <laughs> D2. Uh, R2, D2 is Superman. I'm going to do Batman. Kenny Baker. Oh, my God. <laughs> R.I.P. Wait, is he dead yet? No. Oh, okay. He's still with us. Wait, one of those is dead. No. One of those? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I meant between... See, no, is Anthony... Na- no, Anthony Daniels is still with us. He's doing us. the voice. All right. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Billy Barty? Yes. That's who I'm Pick thinking of. Pick the finger that has the power. <laughs> You are great. <laughs> yes, I am. Batman. Batman. Bruce Wayne. Batman. Want somebody dark? Want somebody... Uh, uh, <laughs> Idris Elba. Brooding. <laughs> no, no, not literally. He's dark. <laughs> Wesley Snipes is Batman. As Nightfall. Um, I went with Gerard Butler. Because he's kind of got the build. Okay. And, uh, I, I think he's a fine actor. Okay. As Batman. I uh, I went with Michael Keaton. <laughs> okay. As Batman. You can't just fucking recast Why? people who Why played all these characters. Why can't I? Why can I not make my because fantasy scenario? Because then it's scenario? not a recast. It's a fantasy scenario a recast, where Michael Keaton by definition plays Batman is choosing other and Carrie Russell plays Wonder Woman. We got have Gene not Hackman as... What? These characters before. Bullshit. We, we didn't lay these ground rules down. I'm going to get this on... This was not a choice that we made ahead of time. Webster? <laughs> Dictionary.com. Oh, I thought you meant <laughs> Webster. <laughs> Webster is going to play Emmanuel Batman. <laughs> Now he is. Hey, Mister Papadopoulos. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going to just tell you who my Superman is. Let's do it, Christopher Reeve. Of course, yeah. Why? Yeah, and why dire- not? Directed by Richard Donner. By Richard Donner, of course. Be- this is my fantasy casting. Did, uh, okay. Are you really coming down on me? Listen, for this? if you don't, if you didn't have time, I'll accept it. No, just tell this us is so. Why you didn't? No. <laughs> this was my fantasy cast. All right, all right, all right. Well, that's that is that is a fantasy. Okay. I'll give you that. Um, well, I went with, uh, I actually followed instructions, Joe, and recast no with an actor who has not played these roles before. Uh-huh. Uh, and if you're going to have Gerard Butler's Batman, uh, you want you want you want a good boy. You want a pretty boy. You want uh, somebody with with a cleft chin. You want Monica somebody with Bellucci a, with a with a with a physique. Cinema verite. And somebody <laughs> who you could see, um, along with Lizzie Kaplan as Lois Lane. And for me, uh, Eric Bana. I'm going to go with Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper's great. I know I use him a lot, but. Uh, it's it's hard to find an actor. It's hard to find somebody who's a great actor and has that physique. That's cool. Uh, who hasn't already been in a superhero film? Well, before. Guardians of the Galaxy is eh, a voice. Oh, okay. I'm a cop out. <laughs> Bradley Cooper, Gerard Butler, Superman vs. Batman. Very cool. All uh, this directed by controversial. Um, <laughs> I'm going. Why is it one. controversial? It's controversial because uh, this director isn't known for being a good uh, visual stylist. <laughs> Kevin Smith doesn't do a lot of. Uh, well, he just fucking he just ruined it all, Joe. Because yes, it's Kevin Smith. You had to fuck up my thing. I so know, I know. I know. No, that's, oh, yeah. That's How cool. about Kevin Smith? I think Kevin Smith because he's be got thin. some reverence for the material. He yes. understands these characters. 
you know what? I would even say this. Keep the same DP. Keep the same director of photography. <laughs> Ken, Kenny Kenny Wong or whatever the guy's name is. Lenny Lenny Kong. I can't remember what his name Toby? is. Toby. Toby Wong. Toby Wong. <laughs> motherfucking Charlie Chan. Charlie Chan. <laughs> uh, the Reservoir Dogs if, reference, if, folks. If you have any thoughts about Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice, or thoughts about how we've done a recasting, if we've forgotten something, and you've been screaming at the podcast, if you disagree with us. That's fine. Just talk back to us on Facebook. In the search bar, put in the editing bay. Find that woman with the bleeding eyes. And that's where you can talk back to us. We've also got a website, right, Joel? Sure do. Editingbay.com. That's it. Bookmark it. And go there. It's got all links to our social networks. You can get to our Facebook. You can get to our Twitter handle from there. Yeah. Um, or you can also subscribe on iTunes from there. Our Twitter handle, by the way, is at the editing bay. Please follow us. Got a lot of followers. Uh, although uh, some of our followers are, are, are unsolicited. I was excited today, Joe, when I uh, I saw in my my Twitter feed the little the little blue dot yeah. that was next to a new. Oh, yes. oh, we got a new follower. Yeah. Let's see who it is. And it was some uh, some porn. <laughs> hey, Just some we'll, naked ladies. We'll take it. Who want to follow? So uh, of course I dutifully I had to <laughs> I had no choice but to return the favor and followed him her uh, back. So um, so thank you. Um, it'd be nice to get some followers who are, are not robots. But you don't have to be clothed. No no please. <laughs> Clothing is optional uh, to be a follower at the editing bay. Uh, if you get us on your Apple device, it would be great if you uh, went to your podcasting app. In the search function, put in Next Wave Radio. That's going to bring up all of our Next Wave Radio shows. And then tap on the editing bay and give us a rating and a review. We'd really appreciate that. Five-star rating would be cool. And in uh, your review, we want to know what you like about the show. Uh, we even want to know what you don't like as long as you put five stars on it. Yes. Uh, and then when you're done with that, check out the rest of the shows on the Next Wave Radio Network. We've got MVP, the most valuable podcast with Matthew and Danny, talking about sports and sports entertainment and fatherhood. Uh, and then we've also got My Comic Life <laughs> with Jeff and Sam, where they talk about all stuff nerdy and comic booky, and they don't talk about kids because they don't have any. Uh, yes. What are you talking about this week, Jeff? Had to cancel recording at the last minute. Oh. oh, all right. Well, enjoy that coming up this week on the Next Wave Radio Network. Uh, no, that's that's uh, that's fine because uh, I, I don't feel quite as bad with us missing last no. week. Uh, all right. So, what are we going to talk about next week, Joe? This is my pick. Is this your pick or is it mine? What are we uh, going to do? Let's. You know what? Let's do yours because I picked this one. That sounds great. Um, so we're 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 in May. We're in mid May. We're getting towards the end of uh, school season, you uh -huh. know, whether it's college or whether it's high school. And uh, I always reminisce about high school. Did you did you enjoy your Come time? Come what at, may. Mm -hmm. Come what may. I will love you until, until my dying, dying day. Never knew. <laughs> Moulin Rouge is our week, <laughs> our movie next. No, um, so. He's trying to kill you. <laughs> did you? I'm trying to get to the to the, the hard. <laughs> did you enjoy your high school experience? Uh, I did. Yeah, I did as well. Uh -huh. it's, it's a lot of fun. I know a lot of people like, man, I would never want to go back to high school because blah blah blah. Look, I mean, I got picked on as much as anybody else. Oh, but sure, man. For the most part, fucking high school was great. Yeah, get to get to find your friends, get to find yourself. Yeah. And uh, it, it, the movie that I want to do is uh, is a high school movie. I don't know that it's very well known. I mean, it, it kind of is probably for for our generation. Came out. Uh, what maybe late nineties, early early aughts, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but certainly, it, it's one of those quintessential high school movies where uh, all of the different uh, sects, all of the different uh, uh, groups are represented, and you can yeah. kind of see yourself in 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 one person or the other. For and me, it was Jennifer uh, Love Hewitt. Yeah. <laughs> for me, it was uh, Charlie Cosmo as the nerdy kid who was never invited to the uh, to oh. the party. So I was oh, on exact revenge on the jocks. And of course, is this a Paul Walker movie? 
Uh, is Paul Walker in this? For you some know, reason, I, I seem to remember him being in this movie. I don't know, but I can't hardly wait to, to find, find out. out. Yes! Oh! So next week on the editing bay, can't hardly wait. Is that on any streaming services? It sure is. Cool. It's on Netflix. So check it out, Netflix, and chill, and then uh, listen <laughs> and next then watch week. the movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, can't hardly wait to catch up with you uh, next week right here on the editing bay. See ya. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.